Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey everyone, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we have a special guest for Friend Friday, Monica Perez, who is the executive editor of Charles Bridge, which is a wonderful children's publisher. And more importantly, Monica is the editor behind a new line of Chicken Soup for the Soul books for babies and little kids. So Monica, welcome to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Oh, hello everyone. And thank you so much for having me, Amy. Well, it's my pleasure. Before we get started, let me tell everybody a little bit about Monica. Monica has a Harvard degree in anthropology and archaeology. And after she graduated from college, she embarked on a career in publishing. She's worked at several different Boston area publishers, including Candlewick Press and Houghton Mifflin Harcourt. And there she worked on Curious George, among other popular properties. She was recruited to Charles Bridge several years ago to start a teen imprint. And of course, she's now executive editor there, and she manages a variety of properties for Charles Bridge, including two very exciting new lines, Chicken Soup for the Soul Babies and Chicken Soup for the Soul Kids. So Monica, I know we started this whole thing. Oh my gosh, it's almost four years ago (laughs) now, right? Chicken Soup for the Soul and Charles Bridge started talking in January 2018, and it took all this time to come to market with this, this amazing new line of books. So <laughs> just tell us a little bit about why Charles Bridge wanted to do this. Well, I think it was so long ago, I wasn't even involved in the first conversations about the books. I think that you were in discussions with Brent Farmer, our CEO and president. And I think it only came to me a little bit after the deal had been done. But Charles Bridge always saw themselves as a great home for these books, simply because our mission of entertaining and educating kids and inspiring them to become lifelong learners really seemed to dovetail with your own mission. The importance of like imparting the importance of story in people's lives and stories have the ability to inspire. And we just really feel that we are a great home for this kind of book. And it's been so exciting to work on these books. Yeah, we've gotten some good response from people we've talked to about the books, which have just launched this week. The first two books have come out, the first two picture books, and then the uh, first two books, those uh, thick cardboard board books are coming out Mm -hmm. in, I guess, about three more weeks. 
Right, exactly. In November. So one of the things that I've heard from people is, I hear this from moms of little kids. They say, well, gosh, I grew up with chicken soup for the preteen soul and chicken soup for the teenage soul. I want my children to have access to the same thing. I'm glad they finally have their own chicken soup for the soul. And then from the grandparents, we hear, oh my gosh, I wouldn't have survived my child's adolescence if my child hadn't had chicken soup for the soul. So I'm so glad to provide these books to my grandchildren. So how did the retailers respond? Did they respond like with an institutional memory of what these books mean for kids? Oh, yes, absolutely. I feel as though retailers of all shapes and sizes were super excited to see that this trusted and iconic brand is being brought to new and younger generations of readers. We've received feedback that it's really great that the picture books are going to include stories that tie back to the original line of Chicken Soup for the Soul books, and I'll talk about that more in a little bit. And other booksellers are really excited about the board books for their gift markets, especially. So it's really great to be able to offer something to everyone. Yeah, I think it's great that we've gone all the way down to babies now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know we're going to talk about the books in detail, but I know that a lot of our listeners, they have a children's book in them. So I just wanted <laughs> to talk about the process of making a children's book before we get into ours. Sure. Like the author part, <laughs> the illustrator part. So what is the process of making a children's book? Because I have noticed it's a very slow process. It is a very slow process. I think people don't realize that for a picture book, it generally takes about two years at a minimum for a book to be signed up and then published and come to market. It is an involved process because typically manuscripts come to us in a couple of ways, but the main way is through agents. So when you think about an author who's writing a manuscript, has this great idea, submits to an agent, it takes time to find an agent, get signed up with the agent, then for the agent to submit to many publishers and then for someone to pick up the manuscript really, you know, an editor at a house, really fall in love with it, negotiate for it. And then, only then can you get started editing the manuscript with the author. And then, you know, that'll take, a could be weeks, could be months. Then it goes to the designer. The designer finds an illustrator. That could take months. The illustrator does their art. That could take months. <laughs> and then I think you get the idea. And once the book is final, ready to go to the printer, that process takes a couple of weeks to get proofs in. And then it takes two months to print and ship from China usually, and then to be distributed to all of the stores. So I think I think people just don't realize how many people touch a book and actually make it happen from start to finish. And it is, a, you know, you have to be patient. It's a long process, but I think... For any author who, beginning author, start just starting out, I think the hardest part is just going to get be getting that manuscript into shape to show an agent or, in some rare cases, a publisher without an agent. Yeah. Do almost all of your books come to you through an agent? I mean, your, your books from authors you don't already know, they come through an agent? Exactly. I would say 85% of them do. And then that last 15% are authors that we've met directly at writers' conferences. And if someone's interested in writing a children's book, they have to join the Society for Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. It's an organization that's going to really help you 
uh, get your writing up to a standard that it's going to be publishable. And so those conferences that are hosted all over the country by local regional chapters of SCBWI attract a lot of editors. And that's where we go and we meet people. And usually I think once people get a book or two published on their own, they find an agent and so right. then it kind of, they're, they're converted. And so, so that's, that's who we work with mostly. But no point just shooting off a manuscript directly to Charles Bridge because they just can't read manuscripts that don't come from <laughs> right. someone they already know or through an agent who they already know. Yeah, there's a very limited capacity for that kind of review at most publishing houses. Like most publishing houses may have that open submissions period for a short period of time. And you can actually go to our website and find out all the information about submitting to Charles Bridge. But yeah, that's a huge drain <laughs> because you don't know if someone's actually put in the work to make something that's ready to be reviewed by an editor. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break for an ad, just one ad, and then we'll be back <laughs> to talk in more detail about these new Chicken Soup for the Soul books for babies, toddlers, and little kids. We're back with Monica Perez of Charlesbridge to talk about this brand new line of books because now even the youngest member of your family can have his or her own Chicken Soup for the Soul. So, Monica, let's start with the books that have just come out, the two board books. And let's talk about this amazing group of kids called the Sunshine Squad. So first of all, it's actually the picture books that are coming out first. And those are the Chicken Soup for the Soul Kids line of books. They are 32 pages long. The first two books in that line are The Sunshine Squad, Discovering What Makes You Special, and Sophie and the Tiny Dog Napping, a book about doing the right thing. Now, each of these is written by Jamie McCallick and illustrated by Lorian too. And each of the picture books includes an excerpt from an original Chicken Soup for the Soul book and some fun activities related to the topic. These books are $12.99 each, which I think is a great value for all that you're getting. And I'm going to tell you about the plots in a little bit, but I wanted to just give an overview of the baby books. So those are the books that are going to be available on November 9th. And the first board book is called Everyone Shares Except Cat. And the second one is Everyone Says Please Except Cat. And these are also written by Jamie McCallick, and these are illustrated by Katie Mazeka. And the board books include the story, but also tips like developmental information and tips for parents of toddlers at the ends of the books. And those are $8.99 each. I thought the Sunshine Squad was such a great <laughs> way of organizing a line of books for little kids because you have this continuing cast of characters in the kids who are in the Sunshine Squad. And and the overriding mission of the Sunshine Squad, which is to spread sunshine in their neighborhood and to Absolutely. do nice, nice things for the people in their neighborhood. Right, exactly. I think we get such a nice introduction in the first book, The Sunshine Squad, where we meet everyone. These kids imagine themselves as superheroes. Oliver is an amazing comic book artist, and Mia is a super athlete. Sophie is an animal expert. She has so many pets. And Lucas is the jokester of the group. In that first book, his younger brother, Tommy, feels like he doesn't really belong with the rest of the squad. But after this really wild, humorous set of events, he learns that his own strength, which is kindness, is definitely a superpower too. And the Sunshine Squad is born. And they call themselves that, and they 
term themselves like a band of everyday heroes that want to help each other out and spread sunshine, as you say, to the neighborhood. Yeah. And then they also, as the books go on, they do good things for each other. They do they mm-hmm. do random acts of <laughs> kindness in their neighborhood, but they also learn how to take care of each other and also discover a lot about their own values. What I love is that it's an incredibly painless way for little kids to be exposed to the kinds of values that parents and grandparents want them to have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that we've worked really, really hard to make sure that the stories are are fun and funny and not didactic, but that they also can help kids navigate these situations that come up with their friends and family members. For example, in the second book, Sophie and the Tiny Dog Napping, we see all our characters again, but the focus is on Sophie in this particular case. Her friend Mia has a dollhouse with a tiny little dog figurine that Sophie loves and Mia never plays with it. And she just thinks, would it be so wrong to just take the tiny dog home? And so she does give into temptation and it's up to the Sunshine Squad to help Sophie sort out what the right thing to do is from there. Yes. And that's a great message. I mean, I feel like it's so right on target with what goes through the minds of little kids because every little kid has absconded with something that they weren't (laughs) supposed to abscond with. And here's the solution. Be honest and give it back. And boy, you'll feel great after you do that. So I thought that's the message that parents and grandparents really want their little kids to have a way out from that quandary after they've pocketed something that wasn't theirs. Right. Absolutely. And I feel like the art is just adorable. Lauren did a great job sort of creating these characters for us. And we'll see that carry through in the rest of the books when we publish those and more coming next year and the year after that. And, you know, the plan is that there will be a focus generally in each book on a particular character. And there will be some kind of issue that 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 child will need help with in terms of solving it and, and determining what the right thing to do is. But but again, it's it's going to be funny and it's going to be enjoyable. And it's going to be the kind of story that you do want to read over and over again. And I love the fact that you're switching illustrators after, mm-hmm. each, yes. after each couple of books, <laughs> you're switching to a new illustrator so that the kids get to see different interpretations of mm-hmm. the Sunshine Squad kids, which I think is terrific. I'm really looking forward to this. My grandson, who's almost two, really loved the first two baby board books, which I shared with him this past weekend. Because oh, yeah. So much fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah and, those are great. Those are also the message light kind of things in terms of learning about the first two books are about sharing and about manners. And in both of those like funny stories, we've got this character, Kat, who's super stubborn. And does that sound like any toddler you know? So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Cat refuses to share. He refuses to say please. It takes seeing the consequences of his action and the better behavior modeled by the other kids around him that helps Cat realize that he can really change his attitude. Yeah, Cat really wants some cheese, but he won't say please. And then a little <laughs> mouse comes out and says please. And the little mouse gets cheese and Cat sees that. <laughs> And realizes, okay, I really do have to say please in order to get some cheese myself. And I thought that was a great message. Definitely the kind of thing you want a little kid to hear. So we have two picture books coming out. Well, they've just come out. Then we have the two baby books, the first two coming out in early November. Yes. And we'll have two more picture books and two more baby books coming out in spring of 2022, right? When are they coming out? Well, actually, I can tell you 
the two board books are actually in April. And the two new picture books are in June of next year. And actually, you know what? <laughs> we have four new titles coming out in June. So we have two board books coming out in April and then four, two picture books and two board books coming out in June of next year. So we have a lot more in store. We even have books like on our fall list as well. We have three lists a year. So our intention is that we are publishing more and more chicken soup for the soul kids and babies books every single list. So well, what so I love about this is it's a great gift giving opportunity for me mm-hmm. because now they're going to start building up a collection of these stories, you know, and right, my, right. my grandchildren are going to be very excited to build up this collection and have new ones to read, but also I'm sure they're going to keep going back to their old favorites. And I am positive that my grandchildren are going to learn about the value of saying, please, from this book about cat having to say please to get that piece of cheese. I don't see how that is going to escape their notice. Right, exactly. And I think it's a little ironic too that it's a little mouse that comes into the scene and and typically you wouldn't think that mama cat would be providing the mouse with cheese. So it's just really funny all the way throughout. And it shows the power of saying please. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. So so I'm excited about the board books that are coming out next spring, which is Me, You, Us, Whose Turn. So that obviously is a book about taking turns. And the other one is Fast and Slow, both just right. And that one is about accepting differences, which is super important these days and sort of learning to get along with each other. And that's a big topic, not just for toddlers. I think that's a big topic for everybody. So I want to direct people to where they can go to buy these first books mm-hmm. in the Chicken Soup for mm-hmm. the Salt Babies and Kids lines. And I, I know you're not really distributed in the big box stores like Walmart. So these are more at Barnes and Noble and Books a Million mm-hmm. and in bookstores and also, of course, on Amazon, right? Right. Absolutely. There's so many places that you can find out more information about the books and order them. So your most comprehensive spot for finding out about the books is actually our website. It's www.charlesbridge.com backslash chicken soup. And you're going to find book descriptions, interviews, downloadables, a video from the picture book artist, Lorian Two at work. That one is so impressive. I love watching that video. And you'll find links to all sorts of online retailers that you can buy the books from. So it's just kind of like a really great place to land and get everything you need. But I mean, of course, you're going to be able to search for these books. You just go online to any of your favorite retailers to pre-order the books or order them in the case of the ones that are already out. And they will be in bookstores, as you said, beginning 10, 19 and going from there. And for anyone who has their favorite local independent bookstore, you can always special order them at any time. So Monica, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening, everybody. I do hope you'll pick up a few copies of these new Chicken Soup for the Soul books for babies and kids for the holidays this year. And come back Monday for a new episode about what happens when dogs make friends with the local wildlife. Some pretty amazing things happen, actually. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.